0: Mr. Demler, Derek, you teach creative writing and at times have been rather creative in what the students use to write with. At one point, you had them using typewriters. Can you explain this to us?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So with creative writing, it was a challenge uh, to make them slow down. Today's students are always going 100 miles. Actually, let's be honest, all of us are usually going 100 miles an hour and constantly plugged in and buzzing, if you will. And so the thought was to uh, have a moment of pause in their writing. And so I was able to uh, gather some old school typewriters and bring them into the classroom and then told them, all right, here you go, let's write, but use one of these machines. And the machines dated all the way back to the late 1920s up through the 1980s.
0: Did they know and, what they uh, were? They
1: had to- uh, they did. Um, a couple of them did not like the fact that I was having them use typewriters. Uh, They're like, why do I have to? And then I had others who really got into it. I had one student from Eastern Europe who uh, really wanted to steal the typewriter and take it home with her. Um, it, it, it's a beautiful typewriter. It's red and it's an old royal portable. But, um, you know, at a at a school where we are student centered, we wanted to give them the opportunity to have different aspects of, of writing. And some of them had, had familiar with typewriters and others had never seen one before in their lives, and they thought it was really cool to use it. So that's sort of why I did what I did.
0: What is it about a typewriter that really stands apart from a laptop when it comes to creativity?
1: The, what I like about a typewriter versus a laptop, and I use a laptop more than anything else. Uh, it's just the tool that we use today. But you, you can't type as fast as you think with a typewriter with a laptop you have a safety net of being able to delete going back and changing immediately and erasing that word and with a typewriter once you commit it to the page it's there it is it is its own living thing at that moment and so to have those the, the ink on the paper and the paper advance you're you're committed at that point um, and you don't have so you have to be able to think a little bit more before you put that out there
0: how about the uh, the sound factor uh, you know computer keyboards unless you're really a heavy typer don't make a whole lot of noise but a typewriter has has noise uh, does is that a nuisance or is that a plus
1: uh, for me it's a plus it's kind of soothing um the clacking of the typewriter the keys as they strike the paper the ding at the end of the line when the bell goes off to let you know you've reached the end of your of, of your of your sentence at that point Um, I like that because it gives me uh, a sense of completion. Um, I know where my goal is. I've reached my goal. Let me set my next goal, reset the page, start again. So I like that in a room of 10 typewriters going at the same time, it's okay. You go to about a room of 20 typewriters going in a classroom setting, it can be a little bit monotonous and annoying, and that's why you turn on music and play that louder.
0: (laughs) Understood. So what is in your heart as you see students trying to, Grapple with maybe master something totally new for them, like like a typewriter. What what goes through your heart, your mind?
1: It's a sense of wonderment and awe. As an educator, I'm always feeling this when I have a moment when my my students connect. And when you know, at Raven Gap, we have students from fifty different nations. The class that I did this in, I had students from the U.S., Africa, the United Kingdom. Eastern Europe and the Caribbean islands all in one room. And so uh, the great thing about it with me was they are sitting there and they're typing and then they make a mistake and they giggle and they point to each other and say, Hey, my computer, my typewriter does this. And Oh, my font looks like this. Oh, mine does this. My... And so they're talking and they're discovering themselves and they're laughing and they're having a good time, but they're also being deliberate. I had a lot of students, the first assignment with it was write a letter to somebody who means something to you. And it could be a teacher, it could be a parent, it could be a friend, but just like a thank you letter. And some of the words that came off of these machines were absolutely beautiful. And when the kids were sharing it, tears were in their eyes. And because it wasn't something they could just plow through and hit print, they, they, they were thinking it and feeling it as they were typing it. And as an educator, that's that's all you can, you can ask for, is that those moments in the classroom when the students get it and you see them you see them get it through their reactions and their facial expressions.
0: I understand that uh, a special quote was displayed in your father's office. He was a school principal. Can you tell us about that?
1: So the quote is by Jesse Stewart, and it's a uh, he's an Appalachian author from Kentucky, which is just down the road from where I grew up. And the quote um, verbatim is, I am firm in my belief that a teacher lives on and on through his students. Good teaching is forever and a teacher is immortal. And I really do believe that because I can only do so much as an educator. But if I'm educating a student and they learn something and take it and pass it on, those lessons are moving down the line and we never really disappear.
0: All right, I appreciate that. is teaching today different and perhaps more difficult than it has been in, in the past?
1: Yes and no. Um, with every generation, there's there's, a, there's there are issues that creep up. Um, but in today's society, with instantaneous information and then also instantaneous different sources of information and different ideas of what's right and what's wrong, there is always... Um, some challenges to look at, but it's really important as an educator and as a student to make sure you're looking at all different sides of the question or argument to find what you think might be the truth, but understanding that it's your truth and not necessarily the truth. And that could be a varied depending on 15 different factors at any one
0: time. And you mentioned that uh, you have so many students from so many different countries clearly what you and the other teachers share with them is going to go back to country A B and C and perhaps make a difference in the future of that country yeah
1: yeah exactly and that's that's one of the reasons i love working here is you're with kids who are from everywhere and they have their preconceived notions and they have um the desire to learn other ideas and other opinions and to see them all come together and agree with each other, and possibly be the be the future leader of this country as dealing with this situation, or be the uh, an influencer in this other country where a different situation. And knowing that you know, for just a brief moment, we are all in one place, um, and the only thing we're striving for is a better tomorrow for everybody. It's it, it's it's humbling to be honest.
0: Understood. I wanted to ask a couple more typewriter questions before we go here. Do do typewriters have kind of their own personalities that y- you kind of have to get used to? Uh, when you were describing a while ago, you know, the bell ringing and this and that, but there's so many different brands that existed and models and so forth. Uh, is there like a typewriter personality that you have to get used to?
1: Yes, every typewriter is like a person. And even... It's funny, even three of the same models can be different. They are all temperamental in their own way. Um, Each one has a different bell. Each one has a different quirk. Um, I have one that likes to put an extra space in for no reason. I have one that the bell won't ring no matter what I do. Um, (laughs) So uh, it's, it's fun because you really do get to figure out a different personality trait with each machine. And when you have all of them in a room, you'll see students go in and go, I don't like this one because, or, ooh, this one looks great. And they get to it and they start working on it. Oh, my gosh, it's horrible. It, it's hard to type with. And another person who might have a heavier hand is like, oh, this one's perfect for me. And they just they move around the room and find the one that, that reaches them the best. Um, and so, yes, just like, just like people, they all have their own personalities and some are easier to get along with than others.
0: <laughs> we sure appreciate you sharing your heart with us on this. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity.